You are listening to the Willpower Podcast. Welcome to the show. I am Will Holdren, and I talk with some of the most influential CEOs, entrepreneurial leaders, and thought leaders to try and reveal the secrets that has led to their success. I believe that with the right knowledge and mindset, you can do anything you set your mind to. So if you want to learn how to change your life for the better, if you want to learn how millionaires actually became wealthy, or if you want to develop and start your own business from the ground up with the right knowledge to help you, then you are in the right place because this is the Willpower Podcast. Attention, self-employed professionals and business owners. Are rising healthcare costs weighing you down? Well, it's time to make a change. Introducing Impact Healthcare, your path to savings. With us, you can save up to 50% on your monthly healthcare expenses. Our flexible plans are designed to fit your needs, and our usually friendly app puts healthcare in the palm of your hand. Join the thousands who have already made the switch to Impact Healthcare and take control of your healthcare costs today. If you're interested, click the link in the bio of this episode and give yourself a free quote to see for yourself the amazing savings that you can get with Impact Healthcare. Hey. No way that we go is a one-way street. Nothing that we love is a one-day key. And if we gon' do it, we gon' do this now. And if we say we gonna, we gon' hold this down. How's it going, everyone? My name is Will Holdren. I'm the host of the Will Power Podcast. Today, we have an amazing and very special guest, and his name is Buddy Rushing. Buddy is actually a Marine. He's a husband. He's a father. On top of that, he's an amazing real estate coach that helps military and veterans create financial freedom at the end of the day, which is an absolutely amazing purpose to have in today's life. So with that being said, Buddy, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, I'm excited to be talking to you because almost every single podcast that I'm on, uh, it's somebody that's in their 30s, 40s, 50s, um, and you are just right at the crest of like jumping out into the world and making your mark on it, and you're doing this. So I want to commend you, man. It is friggin' awesome for you and every anybody that's listening to this. You guys are crushing it early on in life, and that's so cool to see. Yeah, I appreciate. It. I'm just trying to change, change the narrative and try to help out a lot of people at the same exact time. So thank you yeah. for that. And uh, starting out, I know you mentioned you're going on podcast tour. I know you're on a podcast right now, the 21-year-old podcast host. So let me start out with this. What's your reasoning and purpose going on this podcast and kind of sharing your story with other people? Yeah, so we have a mission. Um, I personally, as well as my wife, we both um, work together and we have a business that its sole purpose is to help military veterans and their families build financial freedom. Because we we saw, I served in the Marine Corps um, I graduated from the Naval Academy and I served in the Marine Corps and I did, you know, uh, three tours to Afghanistan and Southeast Asia and so on. And what and then and then transitioned out. And what we saw was so many people who were absolute heroes in uniform, just the kind of people you look at and they're like, man, they're squared away. They're on time. They're executing great. They're excited and passionate about their life. And then they transition out and it's frustration and homelessness and pain and substance abuse and suicide. And I mean, you know that, right? It, it, it's yeah. very common. Everybody knows that military struggle, um, you know, veterans struggle with that. But why? Right? It's like, that seems, it's a complex reason. But one of the main elements that's easy to understand is, um, and I was talking to, to Lee Steinberg about this, you know who that is? He's a um, Patrick Mahomes agent. Um, so his, uh, so he's a, he's a, uh, I don't know if you remember the movie Jerry Maguire, but that was based off of Lee Steinberg. And so uh, he, he represented most of the athletes throughout the 90s and 2000s. And, and so anyway, my point in saying that was I was talking to him about this, about the mission of White Feather. And he said, you know, it's really similar to pro athletes, because yeah. NFL players, right, and, and basketball players, and they get in 
They are hyper-focused, like the military, on a mission. And everything else, the training, everything is taken care of for them. They're told where to be, what to do, and they just need to execute at the highest level. But when they transition out of that, they lose their camaraderie, they lose the community, the structure, their rank, right? So their prestige and, and their you know status, and they lose their income. And most of the skills they've developed are not imminently marketable. Think about that. Yeah. What does an NFL player do after they retire? Right? Yeah. They're not going to catch a ball anymore, yeah. right? They, they, they try to figure out ways to maybe use their celebrity to do something, but most of them struggle. Yeah. Same thing in the military, right? I We blew up roadside bombs and, and did explosive breaching into houses and dropped micklicks on stuff. Do you need any of that done in Southern California or in Pennsylvania where you're? No, right? Yeah, not really. So, <laughs> what you have is this, these millions of people who fought to preserve and protect the American dream of freedom, that when they get out, they can't live that dream themselves because they can't afford it. They don't make any money. They don't have a mission anymore. They don't, right? So anyway, yeah. all of that to say, we were like, you know what? If we can build this community, teach people how to use the resources they have, like the VA loan and their, you know, the disability benefits and, you know, the, the stuff that's available to all, everybody, whether they're civilian or military, you know, real estate investing, creative financing, stuff like that. If we can teach them how that to do that, and then they now have a mission of building financial freedom, then what do you think? Let me ask you this. What do you think happens when a person who volunteered to serve their fellow human, they volunteered to do that. What do you think they do with their time when they build financial freedom and can do anything with their day? What do you think they fill that day with? Help other people. Continue Help that other mission. Help other people. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. And hundred percent. And those are the people that you want to help out as well. And the people you want to help gain financial freedom. Cause like you said, they're going to do the right stuff with those resources. Cause they already got that mission background. Like you mentioned, they want to help people. And what you're saying is spot on. And it's really a pandemic in our country, whether it's athletes or you're talking about the military veterans, like it's an issue, right? Not a lot of stuff is being done to help out this people. I mean, you see billions of dollars being sent over to like Ukraine and all these other places. And it's like, man, we should reallocate to help these people over here, right? It could be such a big difference. Um, it can, and I, and I I appreciate that sentiment. And what I would say in addition to that is empowering them with what you're doing, the education yeah. piece, the yeah. access to the information and the community is in my mind, even more powerful than like an aid program or something like that. Because you know what I'm saying? Like if you can teach somebody how to build financial freedom themselves, it also empowers them at the same time, right? Yes. Yes. And so you combine all of that together and all of a sudden you've got this thing. And, you know, I just I want to commend you again because your generation and I'm guessing you're 20, 21, something like that. Your generation, let's be honest, has a pretty bad reputation for not being movers and shakers. Let's just call it that way. Very true. But here you are doing something that I at 21 would never have thought about doing. And so I don't know. I just it's, yeah. it's really cool to see, man. Well, I appreciate that. I really do. Um, like I said, it, it, starts, it starts with each one of us trying to make a difference. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it goes back to what Jesus was doing with the, with the you know, disciples and the fish. It's like you, you give a man a fish, he eats for one day. If you teach a man a fish, he feeds his whole village. So I think it's the same concept here. Um, and so like you mentioned, most people struggle to get out of military and kind of find a way to kind of transition to life. Same thing with athletes. And it's a very rare few that kind of do that transition successfully and ultimately create that financial freedom that's lasting for uh, family wealth, right? Generational wealth. And so you, for instance, have done that. You found a way to go from military and transition 
into financial freedom. So kind of tell me what that process was like for you and kind of how did you change that narrative and jump into financial freedom, jump into real estate, and kind of figure out a way to do that. Yeah, it, well, it starts, it starts for sure, for sure with seeing what's possible and believing that you can do that in your own life, even a little bit, even a tiny little bit. So I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I'm sure you have, and, and every, anybody listening to this, just go read it. It'll take you an afternoon, and that book can unlock massive amounts of belief in what's possible. Yeah. So I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then you know I learned over time that the, the number one thing that separates people who achieve great things from people who just have great dreams is action. It's the number one component. It's not how much money you have. It's not how much preparation you do. It's not even the people that you know. All those are important. Network is incredibly important. Education is super important. Yeah. But none of it makes a difference if you don't take action. Okay? And I saw that because I would go through these educational courses, very expensive educational courses at the beginning of our career, and none of the people that we were surrounded with were doing anything. They were learning all this stuff, but, but we saw that and we're like, man, we got to take action. And that can be kind of scary. So, you know, what we decided was, you know, we are going to start with buying residential real estate, uh, like single family rental properties. And we're going to use the four pillars of rental real estate to grow to financial freedom. The four pillars are cash flow, right? So from your rent income, yeah. it's appreciation, it's principal pay down, right? So amortization over time, and then it's tax benefits. So when you combine all four of those together, then time is your greatest ally, right? You know, you've heard people say, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. Well, yeah. I completely firmly agree with that. The first house we ever bought was a house we bought at a terrible time. It was a big mistake. Um, we bought it for 152000 in 2007, right before the market crashed. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it lost half its value, even though we poured a bunch of money into renovating it. But that house we still own. And that house is now worth about $250,000. And it's cash flowing like crazy because of time. So yeah. imagine what happens if you get base hits. And this was our thesis. Our thesis. What happens if no, we're not trying to find home runs? What if we just find singles and doubles? The money ball theory, we get on base enough, maybe we'll win. And so that what happened is over time, because rent keeps going up, appreciation goes up, principal gets paid down, right? Over time, those singles and doubles turn into home runs. So now we have this portfolio of home runs that we built over, you know, really 12, 13 years. Um, so that's what we did personally. And then, you know, when you're passionate about something, you talk about it. And so all of my Marine buddies, when we were on deployment, whatever, I'd just be blabbing about real estate, blab, blab, blab. And they yeah. were, you know, they were always like, dude, if we can ever get involved, let us know. And, uh, and, you know, eventually like the timing was right to where we were able to start bringing them into some deals and then start educating them. And that led to the real estate accelerator, which is a training program we do that has created 35 millionaires out of normal people. So it's been wow. a wild ride, dude. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that motto too of just taking action because that's ultimately what it is. I think so many people understand real estate, they understand the power behind real estate, the appreciation of cash flow, how powerful it can really be if you do it correctly. But then they just get analysis paralysis. Like you said, they're joining all these courses. They're spending thousands of dollars trying to get these courses. They understand it on paper, but until you actually go out there and do it like in person, like you're never going to really get all the information, all the details that you need. Right. So it just yeah. comes back to taking action, which is super cool. Um, to kind of see in your story. And so on that first property, kind of walk me through that. So obviously there's probably a lot of fear going through your head, right? Because that's the first one. It's probably a big down payment that you have to come up with for your first property. So what was that process like for you going through that first property? Yeah, it was, well, I mean, I was clueless, right? So it was an example yeah. of taking action without education. 
And so just remember this analogy. It's what I tell people. Think of education as your left leg and action as your right leg. If you just educate yourself, you're just moving your left leg over and over and all you're doing is spinning in circles. If you just take action, all you're doing is spinning in circles the other way. You have to educate yourself, then take action to, to solidify that lesson. Then you educate yourself a little more, then you take action and you do that and you're, you will continue to move forward. So the first one was an example for me of taking action without education. I had no idea what a market was. I didn't know how to run numbers. I didn't know anything. So yeah. I bought the house and we actually didn't put a down payment. That was back when anybody could get a loan. You just, they call them ninja loans, no income, no job. Approved, You're right. Right before the crash. Yeah, in right before the crash. Yeah. Right before the crash. Right? There was a big bubble. Everything was crazy. So yeah. I got something called a veteran's choice loan, which was a made up product, I think. Um, and I put zero down and I got like a 7% interest. And then I poured all my money into the renovation and I, we did the renovation ourselves. My wife and me were up on the roof, you know, ripping up carpet, doing a whole nine. Wow. So we finished the renovation two years later and it appraised for half of the value we bought it at. So all that money was gone. And to your point, fear, it was, we were looked at it and we were like, my God, and, and you got to understand something. I grew up on food stamps. Right. So to me, $30,000 that I'd saved up in Afghanistan was the most money, the most money anyone had ever had in the history of the world. I was like, how could I possibly spend this? And then I lose it all. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I, you know, we had a really big decision to make of what lesson we wanted to take out of that. And thank God we had a, a mentor, uh, you know, and it wasn't even a mentor. He was a real estate agent that sold us the house, but he happened to give us the notion like, hey, listen, I know this just happened to you, but your house lost half its value. So did every other house in this town. But rent prices have gone up because it's a military town. It was 29 Palms, California. The wars in Afghanistan and Iraq in 2009 were raging, which means they were plussing up troop strength. So if you understand these things, you understand that this house that you bought for 150000 you can now buy for sixty, but the rent has gone up to 900 a month. So it's a 1.5% property that will cash flow like crazy. And so... We ended up, uh, we don't have time on this podcast to go into it, but you can find it on another podcast where I tell the story of how my wife and I took the money we would save for our wedding. We got married at a courthouse and we used that to invest in our second property. And that yielded wow. a bunch of, uh, th honestly, that and the lessons eventually yielded financial freedom. Yeah. Now at that point, were you guys doing this full time or did you have another job? Because no, this was post-military. No. Yeah, no, it was, it, well, I was a first lieutenant in the Marine Corps. I had a full-time okay. job um, yeah. working as an exercise controller at 29 Palms and my wife drove battery parts for Napa Auto Parts. Yeah, I love that. So that right there shows people that you don't have to do this full-time. You don't have to quit your job. This is something that you can, you know, to kind of do passively, but if you do it correctly, it's going to grow over time until essentially your passive income is going to surpass your active income. And then that's when you can transfer that over into a full-time gig. So I think that's All a right. part. Just, just like, man, people just package up what you just said. And that, in my opinion, is the greatest strategy. I, I actually am going to write a book called Don't Quit Your Day Job because the, the romantic notion people have of screw this, I'm going to flip my boss off and I'm going to roll out and I'm going to go do my own thing. And then they see that, like Elon says, building a business is like chewing glass and staring into the abyss, right? <laughs> and if that's the ride you want, then roger that, right? But for me, it's more of why don't you look at your job as the funding partner for building the life of your dreams. Yes. It's paying you, it's paying your bills, it's paying you a little extra money that you can then go and invest. And you have spare time. I don't care how hard you work, yes. you have spare time, right? And so like, 
the question is, do you want to invest that spare time in building a, the life of your dreams? And that's not a colloquialism. The life of my, I am right now. I, so whenever you first get started, I would highly recommend building a vision board. And in, on that vision board, you just put your dream life. My, my vision board looked like a Tesla Model S. It looked like a private uh, a ride in a private plane. It looked like uh, uh, season tickets to the NFL, right? It looked like a beautiful family and giving back to people, building houses for homeless people. Every single one of those things are now in my life. And yeah. so a vision board is not just a fun little exercise. It's a roadmap. It helps you find your destination and then you create your blueprint on how to execute that. And this is exactly what we teach uh, in White Feather, which is the name of the group that we have. Oh. Um, so you dream it now, right? You're 21 years old. So Will, you take a look at what you want in your life. I'm 41. I'm 20 years older than you, which is wild to say, right? Wild to say, because I still feel super young. Yeah, right? yeah, you look and, good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but let's just say you have 20, a 20 year roadmap, right? And I wasn't thinking about this at 21, not at all, not even close, right? And so you are, so you've got an advantage. You've got the advantage of time. And most of the people listening to this, I think, are younger. So you yes. guys have the advantage of time. So don't be afraid to dream big, but dream specific. If yep. you want, right? We've got season tickets to the Chargers now. Literally, like um, last week, we were up uh, watching the, um, what was it, the Jets? No, it wasn't the Jets game. It was the Bears. We were up, the Bears were at home, and we, we sit in, you know, a VIP section, which has a lounge that has access to the field. And that's a, that was a dream for so long. I grew up watching football and wanting so much just to go to a game. Like, but we could never afford to even go to a game, any seat. And now the experience of walking in through and accessing the field and, you know, talking to Austin Eckler and, and, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, you, you see uh, Derwin James come by and, and um, yeah, anyway, like, so all these guys and, and you're in the game, you're in the experience and it's so cool and so much fun, but that would not exist if it hadn't been on my vision board 15 years ago when it was way, way outside of possible, right? So that's what you do is you create this really cool dream of what your life can be. So when I say build the life of your dreams, and I know I've gone on a little bit here, but I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. When I say build the life of your dreams, that's not a colloquialism. I'm not saying, oh, be happy and live life and no bad days. I'm saying specifically construct your dream life, put it on a PDF or a you know piece of paper or a poster or whatever you want to do, and yep. then create a plan. Figure out how much they cost, right? Because dreams cost money. Yep. If you want to build a house for a homeless person in Tijuana, it costs you this much, right? Figure out what they cost and then figure out the time frame for how you're going to get there. And then you can create your blueprint and figure out what you need to do today. And maybe it's educate yourself. Maybe it's just starting with educating yourself. Or maybe it's starting with, hey, you know, let's, let, me, let me get together with my best friend who has a little bit of money and I've got a little bit of money and let's do a joint venture and buy our first property together yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. So. I love that. And that is so important. I love you brought dream boards too. Cause like you said, I got my dream board, right? So it's, it's and it's so important because if, if you don't know where you're going to go, then you're going to end up someplace you don't want to be. Right. And that's, that, right. that's really the bottom line. And what I love about that, what you were talking to that is that when you make your dream board, like put yourself in that position 15 years later, like imagine yourself in that moment, what you're wearing, how it's going to feel. Right. And now for you, like that feeling, it's probably amazing. Like you've accomplished it. Like you've done it and you're only starting. It's better, it's it's better, better. than what I thought it was. It's better than, dude, that's proximity is everything. And what you surround yourself is, is yeah. what your brain will see. So for instance, I wanted a performance model S, right? 
which they're quite expensive and they were so much more expensive than, you know, I could even think about affording. But what I did was I went to the Tesla dealership and they allow you to test drive those vehicles, even if you don't have any money. And so I went and I test drove a, a Model S and it was amazing. If you've never yeah. driven one, they are lightning fast, zero to 60 in 2.9 seconds, just, and they're like a spaceship inside. And even though I couldn't afford it and I had, I was nowhere near being able to afford it. I still got a little bit of that experience and it stayed in my head. And every time I saw the vision board, I was like, ah, that's what it felt like. And then yeah. eventually I remembered what Robert Kiyosaki had said when he wanted a Porsche 911 and he, in, in, in Rich Dad Poor Dad. And he said, instead of saying, I can't afford it, ask yourself, how can I afford it? Yeah. And then when you do that, your brain opens up to possibilities. So he was like, I made three, four different investments. And when the passive income was enough to afford the lease payment for the 911, I got the car. So what I did was we started making investments in Memphis and we started buying creatively because we didn't have a lot of money, rental properties in Memphis, Tennessee. And yeah. every rental property we bought cash flowed about 300 bucks and the car payment was 1500. So it took me three years, but we bought five properties. And yep. when we bought that fifth property and we now had enough rental income to pay for the car payment, we went and it's on my Facebook. You could go, I, I documented it all. So my wife and I went together with my mom and we got a Tesla and drove off the lot. And I have since that day, never paid a dollar myself. I've got a now a newer version, but I've never paid a dollar myself because the income from those properties paid the car payment. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's amazing. hundred percent. And that's how you afford it. That's just how many houses do I have to get right for yeah. passive income to transfer that over to a car payment or buy the car. And that that's really the bottom line is it's all it is. Um, and well, you guys have a more powerful way. So I'm really, really excited about this. Um, cause one of the things we've done now is in, we've moved beyond real estate to also helping people because I mean, let's be honest, if you don't have like 30 grand or 40 grand or whatever to buy a rental property, then you may be like, Oh, well, that's not for me. Think about this for a second. We live in the gig economy. We live in the information age and we live in the age of artificial intelligence. And so there is more power in your fingertips now than there ever has been in human history. So let's say for instance, you wanted to have that same car. And you're listening to this and you're like, I don't want to wait three years and I can't afford $1,500 a month. Think about this. What if you got a Tesla and you leased it and you made the agreement to them that the first lease payment wouldn't come out for 30 days. And so you'd literally drive it off the lot with $0 out of pocket, right? Or, or even if it's not a Tesla, even if it's some other car, you could do this. Like you can get leases for zero down and no payments for 30 days or 60 days. Then you took it and you listed it on Turo. Turo is a website that allows you to rent other people's cars. It's kind of like Airbnb, but for cars. And I know my car, which is listed on Turo right now, because I wanted to do this case study. I can get about $125 a night, a night. So let's just say I rented that out for 10 days. That's $1,250. So my $1,500 car payment is now 250 bucks. Who can't afford a $250 car payment, right? Or if you can't, if you have literally zero money, you just rent it out for 12 days instead of 10. And now for the rest of the month, you have a free Tesla. Yeah, right? that's you crazy. You can do this with any car. You can do this with any car that's less than like six years old or something like that. So we have people out there right now. We have college students, kids that have just graduated college or guys that have just graduated college that went and did this exact thing. And so now, they, now they've got a brand new Rivian and they're renting it out. And that Rivian is paying for itself. Wait, they rent it out seven days out of the month, six days out of the month, so three weekends, and they have a free Rivian the rest of the time. That's the same. We're going to have to talk more about that because I didn't know that yeah. was possible. So yep. there's That's tons insane. of things. There's yeah. tons of ways. Here's the thing you need to remember. 
and again, this is something that we teach as well, um, that, that you don't even think about, yeah. but you, we are in a place right now where you can monetize almost anything that you own. You can monetize your attic. You yeah. can rent out on neighbor.com, your attic space. You can rent out, like you, if you have a yard there in Pennsylvania, well, it, it depends on where you're at and what the demand is. But here in California, if you've got a yard, my God, it's like yeah, it's crazy, a gold right? mine in California. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gold mine. And so if you've got a yard and you're not using a portion of it, you can rent out a portion of it for RV storage to somebody and they'll pay you five, six hundred bucks a month just to park on your yard. Right. Like there's you could rent out your swimming pool on Swimply for like kids birthday parties and but we we have a, we have a pool and, and a grotto out here and, and it's a really nice backyard and we have like a models and, and like instagram influencers that'll come rent for like 200 dollars an hour they'll just rent my pool and and they won't even get in the pool they'll just take pictures in front of it and then they pay me like a thousand bucks for a five-hour photo shoot oh, right God. just yeah. be creative just think just be creative go on chat gpt and say list me the top 10 side hustles that I can do without any startup capital from the comfort of my home. And it'll. Yeah, that's amazing. And you're so right. It's our time and age. It's, it's amazing. And no one else, no human in history has had all the resources we've had in today, present age, 2020. Right. right? So it's just something that yeah. you absolutely have to take advantage of um, because it's the world's changing. So, you know, you got to yeah. change with it at the end of the day, which yeah. is so true. Um, so jumping back into real estate for you, obviously you kind of focus, uh, with the military. So kind of talk to me, how have you kind of scaled your white feather investments, what you're doing over there with military people and how are you finding other veterans to kind of bring into this and kind of get the program growing and kind of what are your goals going forward with white feather investments? It started, um, and this is what I'd recommend for anybody start niche, start as niche as you can, right? They have a saying, I think somebody coined, it's like the riches are in the niches, right? And yeah. so my niche was military, Marine, you know, uh, Naval Academy grad, that kind of thing. And it was word of mouth. But then after time, over time, after word spread, we started expanding to, you know, the broader parts of the military and then to veterans. Uh, and then honestly, now it's not just military and veterans. We, we have a passion for serving anybody that has served this country, right? And that includes police officers, right? Mm -hmm. It includes uh, military veterans and their family because family members sacrifice oftentimes as much as a service member does so it's actually a quite a broad net now will but it's really we, we another way we talk, talk about it is our nation's heroes right and mm -hmm. i believe heroes are anybody I, I love this nation i love what we stand for i love the freedoms we have in it i'm a you know a kid from you know my mom uh my mom's family's from mexico and my dad's family has been poor forever and ever we grew up on food stamps and now I've been able to build financial freedom and, and, and do all of these things in this country because of the opportunities that are afforded because we're free. Right. And yeah. so that's, that's something I'm passionate about. So anybody that serves others um, and sacrifices to help this American dream move forward, I want to help. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's something to bear in mind. Sometimes when we say military people are like, Oh, well, I didn't serve. So da da da. But like, I mean, bro, if, if you, if you're part of a family that served, then, you know, you're part of the fabric of this society and protecting it as well. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's, so now we have, so White Feather is, think of it as like a special forces training program where we've got like a six month real estate accelerator where we teach people how to do market analysis and deal analysis and cash flow and tax and legal and acquisition strategies and blah, 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 right? Yeah. Six months of take you from zero to being a badass investor. Right. 
but that's pretty intense. So we were wanting to be able to reach the much broader audience of people that maybe just want to do that Turo thing I talked about, or maybe they just want to pay off credit card debt or, or create some side income while they're in college or whatever. Um, so we created this community called Veterans for Financial Freedom. And you can find it on Veterans for, you can Google it or just veteransforfinancialfreedom.org. Um, yep. And so we created this community and it's a free community and it basically um, pulls people together and we give them education. We, um, we have events that they can go to and we teach them like the framework that we believe is you don't need money to build financial freedom. You just need knowledge, the right knowledge. You need a network of people that can support you and give you the resources that you need. And then you need to take action. So knowledge, network, and action, that's the framework for it all. Um, and yeah, now we're in the process of learning how to build and grow our social channels and our, our YouTube channel and everything. So, um, but that, that's, we launched that community about, a, about two months ago and we've got about a thousand people in it already. Wow. So, um, yeah. Two months ago. Holy yeah. God. Yeah. That's so amazing. that's growing pretty good. And we, uh, I mean, our goal is to have, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in the community because there, there are millions of people. Maybe I'll think bigger one day and say millions, but right now, hundreds yeah. of thousands because um, there are millions of people out there that, that need that need this. Like you said, it's an epidemic in this country of yeah. a lack of education. And people have been, like Robert Kiyosaki has been chirping about this for 40 years of, of a lack of financial education uh, yeah. and empowerment in our school system. It's like, why in the world haven't we there are millions and millions of examples of people who've changed their legacy and their family and it's, there's less abuse and there's less disease and there's more, everything can be made better with financial freedom. Yes. Right. If you're yes. doing it for the right reasons. So why wouldn't we empower everyone in our school system to do that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm in the school system. I know they haven't taught us anything. I'm also in a finance major. So it, right now I see oh my God. it's the first time learning about taxes. Right. So as in my senior wow. year, which is crazy to me. Um, but, you know, I, I talk about this all the time, too. I think the school system's there to, to make employees, right? They don't want people sure. to kind of get that financial freedom for some reason. But like you said, it uh, it needs to change because there's so many stories of people changing their lives, escaping the nine-to-five world, getting generational wealth by starting on their own, going into real estate, right? So there's obviously yeah. something there that's working. So why are we not yeah. teaching more people about this at the end of the day? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the goal. Yeah, that's that's the goal for us. And, and you know, we're... We're scaling it responsibly, right? My goal is not to become the biggest anything. My goal is to make the most impact. So, yeah. you know, and we measure that impact, right? Like we measure the people who built up, you know, um, financial freedom, however they define it. And, you know, it, the goal is to, to empower them to do that and then unleash them on their communities where they can go do lots of good. And I think we can make generational impact. Yeah, I love that. I mean, you guys are obviously growing it the right way. A thousand people in two months. I mean, that's insane growth starting out for a company. So it's only going to like, it's going to be crazy what's going to look like a couple of years from now, actually yeah. how we're going to be affected. So that's going to be pretty cool to see. Um, so before we're out of time here, I just got a couple more questions for you. So you personally, um, like how are you growing yourself alongside your business? Like, so rental properties, like how many, what's, what's your goal? How many rental properties are you trying to get to? kind of before you kick back on that one and kind of, are you sending deals to people in your group as well at the same exact time or how's that, how's that process? Yeah. yeah. So the, the fundamental part of, uh, of our group, the way that we, and we don't just, I, I consider education and empowerment twin pillars, right? So you educate people on what it, but you empower them by giving them access to deals, by helping them, you know, uh, give investment opportunities by bringing capital to them. And, and there's the, the 
fundamental aspect of taking action. And we want to strip away as many barriers as we can for people to take action. So we do that by educating them and then also by supporting them. Um, and there's tons of examples of this that you can find on my Instagram or, or YouTube or whatever. Um, one of the biggest ones is Justin Lotby. You interviewed him and yep. he had to have told you about the Ocean's Eleven deal, I'm guessing. Right. Did he tell you about that or did he hide that under? I think he did actually. That's the one he's, does he said the most profitable one, I think, that he's done. But yeah, he made, he made like $280,000 yeah, in yeah, two months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like, and he did yeah. that by giving away almost a million dollars of equity to white further investors. And so, oh. yeah. So we helped him do that. Um, and then many other things. So, yeah, we do help people do deals. Um, but how I'm, my personal brand is I, I do exactly what I teach people to do. So my wife and I have, um, we're part of several thousand units uh, as far as like limited partner and general partner and things like that. But we personally own 40 something um, around the U.S. And um, and yeah, we have passive income goals that mine started at 5,000. I hit that and then it was 10 and then it was 20 and then 50 and so on. Um, I don't think we're at 50 passive. I don't, no, I don't think I, at some point you're like, OK, this pays for my lifestyle. And so you stop tracking it like so much. Right. But I think we're at 25 or so, 22, something like that. Good problems to have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and so what I do, what happens then is, what I will tell you is our our personal portfolio pays for our lifestyle. And so what I can then do is I can be really generous in business. And, you know, it, it, anybody that has worked with me will tell you, like, I care about making money, but that is probably my third priority. My first priority is making impact and moving the mission forward, helping our members build financial freedom, right? And my second priority is preserving the brand, preserving the integrity, preserving the, you know, when people come into this community, they're like, whoa, I have never seen a community where the speed of trust is so fast, where the level of integrity is so high and the level of accountability is so high. And those things go hand in hand, right? Yeah. You put people in this community that are good people then they'll typically do the right thing because it's the right thing to do, but we're all humans. And so as humans, we all like have tendencies that are negative. We all have tendencies that are selfish and that are whatever. So to combat that tendency, we have extreme transparency and accountability. And so if I ever screwed anybody over or stole from anybody or whatever, and like didn't make it right immediately, how quickly do you think white feather would completely dissolve? Yeah, pretty quick. Overnight, overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so move the mission forward, protect the brand, then make money. And what that. the secret is though, let's be honest. The secret is if you help enough people get what they want, yep. you'll get what you want. Exactly. I didn't make that up. That's Zig Ziglar. He said it like 50, 60 years ago, right? Yeah. This isn't, right? Yeah. Actually this principle of abundance and of helping people in order to create the most impact and create the life of your dreams. Jesus said that. This is not new. Right? Yes. yes. So, so let's let's be honest. Let's go back a few thousand years, and you know he was slinging truth back then, and it's still true today. And so that's how we run our business. Yep, it's just a wealth building principle. That's it. Yep. And uh, you know your heart's got to be in the right place. And I really do believe when your heart's in the right place, he'll bless you. And you know obviously yep. your heart is yep. in the right place, and that you guys can start to see the blessing starting to happen, which is you know really cool to kind of witness. Um, so with that being said, before we hop off here, is there anything else that you would like to say? And if you want to reach out to you or White Feather Investments, kind of look at your course, how can people go about doing that? Yeah, I, I mean, the, I'll answer the second one first. You just go on Instagram. I'm sure probably most people listening to this have Instagram. It's just buddy rushing. Uh, you, you should I, it, it, make sure it's the one with the blue check, right? And you should find me pretty easily. Um, 
and you can message me through there if you'd like and so on. Um, you can go to whitefeatherinvestments.com as well or just Google Buddy Rushing White Feather Investments, Buddy Rushing Real Estate. Like I, there's a lot of content online that you can consume. Um, the, the second thing is what I want to say to everybody that's listening. You guys rock. I, I cannot emphasize that enough. The fact that you're your age and the fact that you're doing this, I keep hitting on this because it's so rare. It is so rare, brother. I see it a lot in the military, but, you know, you're in the civilian world. And so it's extremely rare in the civilian world for people your age to be so mature, so future minded, so abundance minded, you know, risk, risk taking, focused on education, doing it for the right reasons, emotionally mature. I could keep going on and on. Like, it's so rare to see it. And I applaud you and I will help however I can you and anybody else that's in your tribe. Yeah, I appreciate that. I really do. Thank you. Um, all right, guys, there you have it. Buddy Rushing, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey. No way that we go is a one-way street. Nothing that we love is a one-day key. And if we gon' do it, we gon' do this now. And if we say we gonna, we gon' hold this now.